Welcome to Habs Unfiltered. This independent podcast is featured on the Hockey Writers and iHeartRadio, bringing you honest and unfiltered entertainment and discussion on the Montreal Canadiens and hockey news. Your hosts, Matt Smith, Treg Wilson, and Blaine Putney, are proud to be one of your trusted sources. If you are talking about it, so are we. Welcome to Habs Unfiltered. This independent podcast is featured on the Hockey Writers and iHeartRadio, bringing you honest and unfiltered entertainment and discussion on the Montreal Canadiens and hockey news. Your hosts, Matt Smith, Treg Wilson, and Blaine Putney, are proud to be one of your trusted sources. If you are talking about it, so are we. And welcome to Habs Unfiltered, episode 205. I'm your host, Blaine Pudvay. Uh, my co-hosts, Matt Smith and Treg Wilson, are unavailable to us as uh, work has dictated they need to go put in some sandbags. But I have probably the best beer league beauty to step in and have a little chit-chat with. Norm Gallant joins me today. So, Hey, Norm, welcome to the show. What's going on, Blaine Train? How are you? <laughs> you know just uh just hanging out enjoying a sunday morning wondering everything to do with my life you know usual weekend yeah. stuff yeah same same here trying to trying to reel it in after a big night over at the miss parents having uh fish cakes and baked beans try not to shit myself all night that was fantastic <laughs> i saw those baked beans and the fish cakes and i was a bit jealous i tell you the the girlfriend was so mad at me she was like but she lives out in the middle of Muscadab and her mom does. And uh, it was like, I just need you to stay awake long enough so that we can get out of like the weeds before we get to the airport, just in case there's any animals. I'm like, oh yeah, absolutely no problem. <laughs> yeah. So she was, uh, she was not the happiest with me. Well, that's pretty standard though, isn't it? For the, uh, the, the second half, the other half. Yeah. Well, the, the rule is, at least I thought it was, is that, if she wants me to go to the middle of Muscadabit for the whole day, then I get to go up there and crush beers with her stepdad and then sleep on the way home. So, I mean, I thought that was the deal. I mean, you can't really change the rules midway through the game, right? You'd think. You would think. Yeah, that's like, that'd be like starting to call hooks on Connor McDavid. Can't just change that all of a sudden. Well, I mean, it's unfair already. The guy's too good. Too good. He's like, uh, he's like Blaine Pop. <laughs> I, I know the feeling. So, uh, oh, you're, <laughs> you're back. All right. Uh, yeah. So, Norm, you being, yeah. you know, one of the top beer league beauties out there on the East Coast, you also have yourself a little bit of a side hustle. Why don't you tell my, uh, my listeners and followers what you do? So, yeah, so um, outside of work, I've been, uh, I started doing like a YouTube cooking channel. Uh, so basically just like, uh, it, it's mostly like big, bold, um, 
food ideas that I just kind of come up with. It's like, okay, well, what, what do I think I would really enjoy? And mostly like, I'll just, I'll, I'll get in my kitchen. I'll throw something together. That's kind of really out of the box cooking. And I record myself while I do it. And it, you know, more often than not, it comes out pretty decent. Then I release a cooking video of it. Uh, if it's absolutely fucked, I just scrap the video and, and hide it away and don't tell anybody about it. But that's only probably happened like once. So I do like uh, cooking videos with like, just like I said, like just big bowl foods that, you know, I usually will have the guys over and whenever I'm done, have a big feed with, you know, either the missus or a couple of buddies, watch some games or something. And uh, yeah, so like, it's just after been cooking for so long for myself that uh, I had a lot of people say like, you know, you should probably get into like, like putting some of this stuff on video and like capturing some of what you're doing and like the, the you know, your Newfoundland mannerisms and all that. So I was like, well, I suppose by fuck. And then I went out and bought a GoPro and just started recording it. And, it, you know, it's kind of taken off a little bit. So if, if, if you want to give that a watch, you can check it out on uh, youtube.com slash C for channel slash uh norm galant and it's called the labor lab it's basically just like mad science just going in there and just doing weird fuckery and then recording it and hopefully it comes out good that and well, uh all of the uh all of the skills i usually throw up on instagram so if anybody wants to check that out so the instagram is mainly like it's it's mainly the food as well as there's a lot of like hop, hockey topics on there uh once in a while, you get my dogs, and probably once every three years, you might get a post from me and the girlfriend. But it's almost exclusively, uh, it's almost exclusively uh, um, food and hockey. You can catch me there at uh, at the East Coast Beast. So check that out if you want to get into it. Uh, if you give me a like and a sub on uh, on uh, YouTube, I'll follow you back. Same with Instagram. Just no bot accounts. You know, you know, you know the deal, right? You're, you're used to that. None of that bullshit. But yeah, I usually don't respond to any of those messages it's like hey gm us for collab and it's like okay food underscore thing underscore one underscore dot dot underscore see it like no we're cool but yeah you know what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah. yeah they're they're fun they're so fun yeah and, and and with that too right like with the with the food and stuff like that i've ended up getting a couple sponsors over over the last little bit like uh boxing rock um specifically boxing rock puck off they uh they uh, made me a brand ambassador for them and as I, I bring beer to all my beer league games i'm the beer guy now i'm probably the most fucking popular dude at, at, at iceman and atlantic hockey group and the uh, military i just be fucking giving out beers like they do in the states giving out turkeys on thanksgiving just you know big old normie claws out here just tossing beers to everybody so that's been pretty good and i got a little gig with uh uh, Maritime Madness as well. They've been, they've made me a brand ambassador, so I have like a, a an array of hot sauce that I'm actually working with too. And uh, as of late, I've, I have some friends over at Barreling Tide Distilleries that have thrown me some uh, some free stuff to kind of promote their brand too, and that's been going really well. So lots lots of booze flowing through the house. <laughs> and there's a that's a definite East Coast feel. I mean, I've uh... I've had some of those beers that you've been throwing around and uh, I must say I enjoy them, especially because they're, they're free. They're real. Yeah. My, my favorite beer is free and my second favorite is cold. cold. Yeah. So, yeah. There. But, but they are a good beer. I mean, I would, I would buy a case of yeah. boxing rock for sure. And the uh, Maritime Madness, I just bought the, um, the mustard pickle. That's real. That's a, that's a banger for me. So usually if anybody asks me if I can recommend one, I usually go with uh, the East Coast wing and Caesar sauce. That yeah. is head and shoulders, my favorite 
for anything that's chicken related and then usually go with a pickle and they have like a, a mustard pickle one that's not if it's a little too spicy like you can't handle the heat like they have a, a, a reduced heat mustard pickle that's a little uh a milder so that people can try to enjoy it if they don't like the, the spice and stuff yeah i mean yeah she's, I've she's not pretty strong. It I, yeah i've not had it because i like fucking full test but you know hey it's good it's good now this being a hockey podcast, we are going to talk a little bit about the Canadians, but in a roundabout way. I know that you're a Flyers fan, and I can respect that. Yeah. You know, it's tolerable. It's not like it's, it's the it's least. There's all five of us in Nova Scotia Flyers fans, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's not like it's the freaking Leafs or anything. Oh, God. Don't even get me started. Don't even get me started. Right? God so annoying like win a fourth game in the playoffs for a change you know like come on yeah try that instead of fucking they're, they're down on young street measuring the width measuring the height of the bridge so they can get the floats after the first preseason game <laughs> well it's better than what they do here in uh, halifax so they don't even measure they just try to slam them underneath the bridge co- uh, top and they get stuck yeah so a, a buddy of mine bought that calendar, eh? They released a calendar with uh, just the trucks getting stuck in bridges. They have a full 12 months of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am so jealous. So it was like, they came out and they did like a limited run of them. But yeah, I'm going to get, I'll get you that link and send it after. But yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. That, yeah. That's going to be, that's a go-to out here. God. Yeah. All right. But yeah, no, I've been, a, I've been a Flyers fan since I was, probably 10 i guess when i was starting to like really get into hockey uh it was right when uh the flyers traded for lindros and i just thought that you know he was like this big powerhouse that was like the biggest name in hockey and i'm like it was kind of like i gotta see what happens with this guy i got like this is i think i think i need a i think i'm gonna follow this guy in this team because this is this is really fucking interesting to me so it was like you know my dad was a leafs fan r.i.p uh but I was just like, you know what? I'm like, I think I, I think I have to pick my own thing. And this is kind of out of, out of the norm to have like the, the flyers, like nobody, nobody on the East coast of Canada follows the flyers. Like nobody it's your Montreal Canadians, your Toronto Maple Leafs, your Boston Bruins, uh, the end pretty much. Right. Like that's just, it is what it is. Uh, so, you know, just kind of off the beaten path, but yeah, I, I, I started following when the Legion of Doom was formed and stuff like that. And it was just, you know, it was, it was a good little run and, uh, yeah. It's a, it's been a disappointing last few years since they made the cup finals, only making the playoffs every second year, which they didn't make it last year. So guaranteed playoff spot this year, but uh, yeah, not been a Flyers fan since as long as I can remember, really. Yeah. The old Legion of doom line there with uh, John LeClaire, the ex Montreal Canadian that, uh, yeah. that trade hurt. That trade really hurt. Yeah. Yeah. John LeClaire, man, who, who knew? Who knew when he got to Philadelphia, he was just like an absolute stud. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you ever hear the John LeClaire story? Which one? So the, the, the Norm Gallant, John LeClaire story, when I met him at the hockey bureaus. Okay. Give her. Tell okay, me all about so, it. So I'm at the hockey heroes and I meet John LeClaire, right? So first of all, I'm with my buddy, Mike. <clears throat> and, uh, He's like, Norm, man, how fired up are you? You get to meet one of your heroes. I'm like, oh, man, it's going to be sick. 
it's going to be sick. Like, and I brought a stack of hockey cards too. Like there was, I probably brought like six or seven hockey cards for him to sign. Like most normal people would like hand them one, they'd sign it and like give it back. And I'm like, I like hand them like a stack with a stack of hockey cards. I'm like, man, would you mind signing all of these? Like I'm a huge Flyers fan. I was like, I met Eric Lindros like a month ago. He was here for a dinner. You know, I, uh, I, uh, I've been following you guys since I was a kid. Like, he was like, my buddy's like, why the fuck did you give him so many hockey cards? And John LeClaire looks at him, he's like, easy, man. No, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty normal. And he signs all of them and he like hands them back and stuff. I'm like, oh, that's so sick, man. Thanks so much. So then after like probably like two hours, so all the, uh, those guys like the alumni get like free booze. So, uh, LeClaire got absolutely fucking gassed, like just pissed. And, uh, so I bumped into him again later and I'm like, I'm like, you know what, man? I'm probably not going to be the best guy in this tournament, but I guarantee you one thing. I got the best beard in this tournament, hands down. And he looks at me and is like, I think you kind of look like a fucking idiot to be true, man. And I was like, oh, awesome. And my buddy Mike that was asking me about the cars is still behind me. He was like, he like grabs me by the shoulder. He's like, how does it feel to just get absolutely fucking ripped by one of your heroes? And I'm like, I'm like, well, not not great. And he, you can see, see as soon as he said it, he just like his face dropped. He's like, I, sh- I shouldn't have done that. And yeah, so anyways, like, I, I told the guys about it, and it's just been like this ongoing thing for like years. At any time anybody mentions John LeClaire, they're like, "Yeah, but he doesn't like your beard, does he?" I'm like, "No, apparently, fucking not." And it was like way bigger than now. So my buddy behind me is like, "Oh my god, you fucking just got eaten alive by one of your fucking idols." He's like, "I can watch your heartbreak. It's so funny." Oh yeah, it was that was a good time. That was a good time. Yeah, the John LeClaire story. It's a Ralph Wiggum video you can see in freeze frame where his heart breaks. <laughs> exactly yeah if you slow it down you can pinpoint where his heart breaks fantastic yeah he apologized but the damage was done well you still have an awesome beard it's it's, yeah it's pretty good there's nothing i love more than just like a a really good self-deprecating comedic moment like something that really just roasts you to the core like that that to me is like the funniest shit so i'm just like i I loved every bit of it to be honest with you oh yeah like, how often do you get to get roasted by a hero? Like, really? But yeah, exactly, exactly. It was it was pretty great, yeah. But most of those guys are usually pretty good. But yeah, yeah, they some of them tend to tend to let go a little uh, overboard. Sometimes, I mean, George Larocque is a pretty good uh, pretty good time whenever you get to play in a tournament with him. So if you get the chance, I, to I, heard, he, I heard he's a beauty. Yeah, I heard he's oh, a beauty God, yeah. for sure. All the stories. Uh, does I afraid do that one? Yes. I but afraid he hasn't, he's one uh, of the... Yeah, he hasn't come out this way yet. Oh no. Yeah, no. He comes out for the, the hockey heroes one that I do for the heart and stroke. And I gotta say, he's an absolute beauty. Like he likes to get involved with everybody and like just have a good time with them. Like make sure that like if anybody wants anything signed, like he'll sign it for you. If you, if you like he'll just sit down and shoot shit with you. He's like one of the for a guy that's like so big and so intimidating, like he's one of the nicer, nicer dudes that I've met at any one of these charity things. Like he's just a beauty. Oh yeah. No, I can't say enough good things about the NHL alumni and all their work that they do with the hockey helps the heroes and <clears throat> hockey helps the homeless and the whole thing. Yeah. It's they're unbelievable and fun. Fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's, been, there's been a few of them. Former, uh, I think he played for the Canadians, didn't he? Dennis Savard? Yep. Won a cup with them in 93. 
Yeah, he's uh, he's arguably one of the nicest guys that that comes out. He likes to make sure everybody has a good time. I accidentally fucking flattened him when we were playing. He went to do the spinorama on me, and I was like trying to play the puck. And when he went to do the spin, like I bit on it, and then he like slammed into me, and we both just ate shit. And he was just like, "What is wrong with you? I spin this way, you go that way. That's not a spinorama works." And we just started fucking <laughs> cracking up laughing, like he was he was. Well, that's better than uh, what happened to me with Sergio Mameso. Jeez. What's that? Went to, the, went to the corner and he made sure that I knew he was there because he just popped my shoulder out of place. Flattened oh, me. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He popped it back in for me. It was pretty good. Jesus Christ. Yeah, some of those, some of those guys like to like really give it to you to let them, let them know like, yeah, this is, this, is what, this is what it's like. This is what it's like playing he with the big He felt so bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pops out and I'm like, oh yeah, do you mind helping me out? Just grab that and give it a give it a little shove. What she's like, what the hell? I'm like, yeah, I just popped it out of place. It's okay. So did it actually come out of place? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Uh then, probably the actual like shoulder, right? You can you see yeah. that? You see that yep. lump there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mine, mine's never gonna heal, I was told. So that's cool. <laughs> that's the uh the AT joined by eight shit going into the boards and I told the doctor, I was like, yeah, it looks like it's settled, but not completely. He's like, yeah, that's who you are now. You're a guy with a weird lump on your shoulder. That's, that's part of who you are as a human. I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks. Nice to just, know. Just yet another character piece. Yeah, exactly. I'm fucking <laughs> starting to fill up with character pieces. Yeah. Speaking of character pieces, winter's coming. Brace yourselves. What the writers of Game of Thrones didn't want to tell you is that Bran was actually in a wheelchair because he didn't trim his balls with Manscaped. Poor guy thought it was okay to trim his balls with a traditional razor or hair trimmer. Not sure what you want as a gift for the holidays? Well, Manscaped is the ultimate gift and they're here to change the men's grooming game. And you can get 20% off plus free shipping if you use the code unfiltered20 at manscaped.com. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 4.0. It is the best in the business. This hygiene bundle includes the Lawnmower 4.0, Weed Whacker, Boxer, travel kit and liquid formulations the new lawnmower 4.0 trimmer is waterproof with advanced skin safe technology to reduce nicks and cuts and even has a light to help with your with your close shave down there no need to have a red wedding situation the next time you're going for a trim performance package also includes crop preserver it's deodorant for your balls to protect protect against chafing also the crop reviver ball toner will keep your boys fresh at all times have smelly feet manscaped can help with their foot duster Foot deodorant made to fight odors of the dirtiest feet. Want to smell good everywhere? The Refined Cologne by Manscaped is a clean and fresh scent designed for the refined gentleman. On top of everything, they've even thrown in the shed travel bag to carry your goods and the Manscaped anti-chafing boxer briefs to hold the entire package together. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code UNFILTERED20 at manscaped.com. During the winter, you may be spending more time inside with your balls. Might as well make them beautiful. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code unfiltered20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code unfiltered20. It's time to join the Manscaped movement. These products are snow joke. Thank you, Manscaped. That was a fantastic ad read. Let me tell you that. I'll tell oh you that God. right now. So, so good. That was great. That was, that was, that was good. I like the, the game thrown. And by the way, there's the shed right there. 
I got the I got the whole setup. I got that stuff. Yeah. You you never tell by the look of my face and how much beard hair I have, but it's it's great it's great on the old nuts. Well, I mean, they're not you don't buy them for your face. No, exactly. But you could. Nice, nice trim chest, a little bit of get rid of the stuff down there in the old nut sack. And then yeah, no. I, I trust Manscaped. That little light is pretty dope too. Oh yeah, it definitely helps. There's yeah. a lot of shaded areas. <laughs> yeah, especially the older and fatter you get like me. There's some <laughs> there's definitely some dark, there's some definitely some dark shadows you gotta work around. I'll fucking tell you that. I'm just glad I can still look down and see my feet. That's you know, that's my bonus. Yeah, I'm pretty good. I don't even have to lean too much. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh now segueing from nut uh, nut shaving to what the Canadians have been doing, which is basically kicking us in the nuts all season long. Um, yeah. It's a hab show, but we're going to tie in the flyers. Believe yeah. me. Now there's rumors of uh, Brendan Gallagher being on the trade block. And I, I heard he, that this morning. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't really believe it, but he is definitely a flyers type of player. Would the flyers be interested in that kind of guy? Uh, he, he is, he is exactly what Broad Street is. He is just an absolute gritty player, just bangs around every single game. He's got like cuts on his face and shit from just like going hard at the net and everything. Like he is absolutely 1000% what the Flyers like in a player. Uh, would we pick him up? I think we're tight in cap space. Uh, and I don't know what we'd have to give up for him. Like, what, what would you have to give up for Brendan Gallagher? Like that's, that's you'd probably have to give up a, a first, probably Morgan Frost and somebody else. Like you'd have to give them like something real good. Yeah. And, like, something with some cap to it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think, I think we would love him, and I think he'd be great, but I was trying to think of what we'd give up for him. And I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I think anybody that we'd have to actually give up for a Brendan Gallagher type player would absolutely break my heart. Cause I know that it would be something big. Like, yeah, and it's it's probably going to be one of those prospects that you know is going to be like one of the team stars in like two years, but I don't want to see those guys go. Yeah, no, Would I don't play. They got rid of fucking what's his name, uh, Phil Myers, and a number one for uh, Atkinson and Nolan Patrick too. Like they they saw him away, and like I love Nolan Patrick, but they were like they sold the farm to summer, I think, in prospects that I think just haven't been proven yet. Yeah, no, I think they they would definitely go after Gallagher. What they would have to give him would break absolutely break my heart because Gallagher's sick. Yeah, it, well, could you even imagine a team wanting to trade him away though? No, I I, I don't see a planet where where anybody wants to trade away Brendan Gallagher. I think if if Montreal like is is Montreal rebuilding right now? Is no. that what they're doing? No, because they they went to the finals last year. They just so... suck this year. They're they're pulling a Flyers. Yeah, yeah, I fuck. I'm yeah familiar, uh, um, but yeah, no, I don't. I don't see. I don't see a world where Montreal wants to trade Brendan Gallagher, but they also wouldn't match Kak and Yemi. So I, I, I guess I really don't. I don't know shit about hockey. I figured they would probably match that for like what five mil? Is that what it was? Six point one, and the guy has as many goals as uh, Paling has now at seven hundred and fifty k. Oh shit! Yeah, I, I don't know. I think there's. I think there's. There's something to Kak and Yemi, but I guess. What the fuck do I know, really, if he's not performing? I, I thought I'd sign him for that amount, but then I guess his qualifying offer would just be bananas. But 
Yeah, yeah. To tie that back to uh, what's his name, uh, Brendan Gallagher. I don't see a planet on uh, where Montreal tries to trade him. Not at all. I think the only way they trade him is if they get somebody almost equally as gritty and uh, but French. Because you know how they fucking love some of the, uh, the the French guys. If they can have a French superstar, they probably want to take that. That's the only planet I could see where they probably go over Gallagher. Yeah, planet Quebec. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you don't. If you were in charge, because you've like you talked about the Flyers up and down seasons the last few years, would you do a fire sale just yeah. because you're having a bad year? Uh no. Uh, I like to trust the youngsters a little bit more. Um, I think that they got some real nice kids in the pipe and that aren't getting the, aren't getting the look yet. Uh, right now, I think that they have the, the, the toughness and they signed on like the, the third pairing guys in, uh, Nate Thompson. Nate Thompson's just a dog, but he's fucking great. Uh, and they signed Yandel who's like for like, league minimum i think so they signed on a lot of like really really good like fourth liners so right now if they're not succeeding like i don't think we yard sale i think we wait it out give it another two years if it's still not working yeah at the end of the next season if they're not further than the first round of the playoffs yeah maybe maybe shake it up but i got it with the team that's in front of that we have right now like anything but second round of playoffs is fucking unacceptable well, I mean, you guys missed the playoffs last year. And yeah. then this in the this offseason, the Flyers go out and they pick up guys like uh they trade away Voracek and they go pick up uh, Ellis and who is hurt right now, which I think is hurting the Flyers more than most people want to admit. Yeah. Like that's well, yeah, that's a tough through, loss. Yeah, they gave up and they gave up Phil Myers for him too. Yeah. So if I, I think he was part of that package. So if you give up Phil Myers, who's you your you know, part of your number two pairing to beef up your number one pairing. And then your number one pairing is not there. Now your number one and your number two is not really fucking kicking. Right. So yeah, yeah. It, it, that, that hurts. Um, if he's healthy by mid season, I'm, I'm okay with that. They, just, they really need to start winning. Like they're, they're over 500 right now, which is great, but they need to be, they need to be way over 500 because that's, that's a, that's a tough, tough East. Well, I mean, they're still the number one wildcard seed at the moment. And judging by the offseason, they traded away they traded away quite a bit of futures, but they still held on to some of their top prospects. It's not like it's yeah. it's crippling. I, I think I think you're gonna see Cam York come up, and I'm glad that they kept him. That's when they uh they took him over uh I, I don't know. Have you heard of this kid, Cole Caulfield? Who? Never heard of him. Yeah, I heard I heard he's good. Uh, I heard he's good. Uh, and the Flyers picked up Cam York in the draft instead of Cole Caulfield. So I think he's going to make that step this year. Um, so, yeah, they, 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 they kept on some of the bigger prospects like him and Morgan Frost. Uh, they gave up a little bit. I, I think they gave up way too much in Nolan Patrick. Everybody says he's a bust. He's not. The kid had migraine issues, right? Like the kid had 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 some really bad issues that he worked through, and like when he's at his top, like he's he's real fucking good. But uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, I think right now that we we kept the we kept the guys that we need. So I think I think we're gonna make playoffs. Not only do I think we're gonna make playoffs, I think we're gonna go into at least second round. Or is it a championship team? Mm, I don't know. I have to see them. I have to see them with Ryan Ellis. I have to see them with uh, a healthy Kevin Hayes who's like, you know, their number one 
their number one like power forward, right? And he's he played what one game, scored one goal, and then he's fucking banged up again, and he's out. So, yeah, I need I need to see them firing on all cylinders first. Well, that's the thing, right? It's a, it's a team that, yeah, it, it, the playoffs are going to be the the thing that defines them, but they have a decent balance. It's not like they're they're so called built for the playoffs only. Like the, no. that's the Canadian that's a hit, the hit on the Canadians of. Uh, Bergevin went out and built for the playoffs, but completely forgot about the regular season. Yeah. I, but the Canadians in the regular season, like they're still good though. Like they should, they should be good. Like Josh Anderson. Yeah. Tyler Foley. Like those guys are just, Josh Anderson is one of the best hockey players in the league, but fair not. Like he's, he's unbelievable. Like that guy, him and Tyler Foley should be just tearing it up. So like, I haven't watched a ton of like Canadians games, but like, those guys aren't doing what they should be doing, are they? Well, um, Anderson's been playing pretty steadily. He's he's that straight north south power forward type. Like last night against Nashville, uh, he was a goal away from the Gordie Howe. And okay, he was pretty close to getting that goal a few times, but playing tough, playing, uh, playing a hard nosed North South style is exactly yeah. what the Canadians were missing. But that's, that's pretty standard in Philadelphia. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, we, uh, I haven't seen a lot of it. The only thing in, in, in Philadelphia, and I don't know what it is, is like, I, we're always playing from behind every game that I've watched this year, they drop down two goals and it's like, we're playing catch up all the fucking time. Like it would be actually nice to watch a game where like they have a lead and they actually hold on to that lead for more than like 10 minutes. Like, I don't think I've seen that every time I tune into a game, I'm like, Oh, like, let's see if Flyers game is on. So I bought NHL network or NHL live, whatever it is. And I flick it on. It's like, Oh, it's two nothing fucking whoever. I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, I've got to come back again. And like, it'd be fucking nice to actually just jump ahead and act like, like win a hockey game, like, you know, by not, coming back from behind like it's just it's bananas like it's it's so frustrating it's so frustrating to watch now he's like yeah it's it's kind of exciting to watch when they come back but like fuck it'd be nice to not have to come back well it'd be nice to see a comeback if you're a Habs fan I'll, I'll say that much yeah <laughs> hasn't been watching a few more Habs games to be honest yeah. with you like there are uh, there's a couple of guys on that team that I really like um what's uh, which I also wanted to kind of bring up too is uh how much I, uh, how happy I am with what Price is doing yeah. with the, uh, the, men- the mental health and like the addiction stuff, like the amount, amount of stuff that I've seen, like uh, with like mental health and people that are struggling and people that aren't, aren't well, and it's not, it's not clicking and like they're fucking depressed and the substance abuse and all that other shit for somebody that's in the spotlight to openly say like, Hey, I, I have some fucking problems. I need to like, just, you know, I got to get a little bit of help and back away for a little bit. There's nothing, there's nothing on this planet. I respect more than that. And I really, I really liked the response that uh, the majority of people were giving. It was all positive for the most part. Uh, the organization just backed him a hundred percent. Like they found out the day before and they're like, yeah, whatever you need. I like that. Yeah, that's, that's huge. You always get the one or two hardos that are just like, Oh, you're getting paid for $10 million. Oh, fuck off. Right. Yeah. Like you know what? that doesn't matter. I, I mean, I could be getting paid $10 million right now. Like, you know what I mean? It doesn't mean it's going to make, make everything awesome. It doesn't mean, mean like all like 
mental health and like addiction issues and all this other bullshit goes away. Like it's, you know, you can be making 50 grand a year versus that. And it's still the same thing, right? Money doesn't solve all your problems, solves a lot of them. <laughs> so, solves yeah. a lot of them, but not all. <laughs> True. Yeah. Well, I mean, money doesn't solve problems, but uh, it can buy you a boat and beer and that solves many problems. I actually went and, went and grabbed one for the. Uh, <laughs> there it is. The, I was trying. I was trying to wait until closer to noon, but I I ended up opening it. So. Well, I mean, it's Sunday. It's a light beer. It's only five percent. Anything anything under six point five is light beer. That's right. It's you got to treat yourself. You know, it's a weekend. Yeah, you you'd never tell by my uh, amazing physique that I, I I treat myself once in a while. You'd never know. <laughs> no. No, Never. I, just like a Greek god. <laughs> or several. Se- several, yeah. Yes. The guy that ate, the guy that ate a Greek god. <laughs> I resemble that remark. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm yeah, familiar. <laughs> Which brings me to, um, like, we've, we've had this big pandemic and we've had all these problems. Like what kind of importance did you place on hockey? Just even beer league hockey where you can hang out with the boys during all this. Um, so I'll, I'll be pretty honest with you. This pandemic fucked me up real bad. Um, and that's why I kind of, I, I really respect the, uh, the, you know, the carry price thing and why I brought it up. Like I went, uh, I went pretty dark for a little bit, not leaving the house. Like you, you, you know, you've been around me now for, a few months and got to know me a little bit like you know I'm a very outgoing person I like to I like to have buddies around I like to hang out I like you know what I mean when all that shut down and I couldn't leave the house it wasn't a good spot like I I sat in a room and worked when I was done my work I would walk three feet go have my workout then I walk another three feet and I'd have you know what I mean I just I was always in the same spot I wasn't I wasn't interacting with people everything was on a keyboard in front of me um I did some work meetings and stuff where, where we'd be like on video but like I wasn't leaving the house for anything I didn't see my buddies I didn't I didn't wasn't getting the exercise that I like like yeah like I work out and I walk my dogs but like then I'm home every night doing nothing um I was the second like the second that the vaccine was available I was like they're hitting refresh so that I can I'm like I know I gotta get to the house I gotta get to the house and like they opened up and the first thing I did is I joined whatever beer leagues I could. So I was playing hockey three, four nights a week. They lasted a month and we shut down again. And it went right back to that same, like, holy fuck, like the same mundane, like nonsense every day. Like get up, walk across the room, work out, walk across the room, work, do this, blah, 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 blah. And then like go to bed. Like I didn't leave the same 10 square feet for fucking months at a time. Like yeah. that's, it's fucking depressing, man. It's fucking depressing. And now that like hockey's open back up, I'm just, it's like, it's a whole, it's a whole different world for me right now. Like I'm fucking happy all the time. I, I get to see the boys. I get to have fucking beers. I get to like, you know what I mean? Just it's, and I'm not in my fucking house and it's, and yeah. it's nothing to do with, it's nothing to do with, like, I like where I live. I love my girlfriend. I love my fucking dogs. Holy fuck. Do I like to leave once in a while? Right. Like <laughs> yeah. it's just, I, it's so Getting out and playing beer league, like right now, I'm playing four nights a week, five nights a week, and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep doing that unless they shut us down. As long as everybody's fucking backs, I'm getting I'm getting out of the house. Like I'm it's it's the most. I think it's the most uh, 
It's the best thing for my mental health to go out, see the guys, shoot the shit, get some exercise, have a little bit of fun. It's, it's, the, it's like, I think that that is, is absolutely key for somebody like myself who's very extroverted. I need that in my life. And now that we're able to do it again, like I'm, I'm doing it every fucking chance I get. Well, I was in a pretty dark place uh, in the last couple of years. And <clears throat> I mean, I, I've made no, no secret of the fact that I got PTSD and it, I, it, you know, I, I'm in and out. And then <clears throat> you guys dragged me into the, uh, into the beer league team and holy shit, the fun I've been having, just chirping each other, making memes. Like, yeah. You know, the shit we say in the dressing room cannot be repeated outside the dressing room because it's just that, that harsh, but oh my God, that it's kind of stuff. Though. That's the best part. And it's, it's one, one thing that I've learned and been fortunate enough to be linked in with some of the military guys. I think that the people that I've, uh, and it's not just like TDM hockey, it's the baseball team we used to play with. There's a few other guys like you probably know uh, Conrad too. Yeah. You know, fucking beauty. Like just some of those guys, like just <clears throat> some of the stuff that, you know, um, there's some of probably the best people that I've, I've met some of the best people that I've played sports with. I mean, we've played softball. We've been a fucking like, geez, there was one year. I think we won one game out of like 30 but everybody had the absolute best fucking time. Like we did not give a shit. It's just some of these, these military guys, I got to say, they're just the best kind. They're the best kind of people. And uh, just, especially with our hockey team, everybody just wants to have a fucking good time. Like, yeah, we want to win, but I think we also want to have a good time first. Right. Like everybody's, everybody's there to, to play, but really we're also there to fucking just have a good time, gas some beers, try to fucking win but mainly like see who we can make fun of the most. Like, uh, like Gord Riddich, the, uh, the so-called captain who tells his team, Hey, cut back the stick work, then proceeds to nail someone with a stick 30 seconds later. I think he should cut back on the dick work because he's, uh, he's, he's notorious for, for trying to show people his meaner locker room. Gordon needs to dial that back a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. If you're listening, Gord, you you got to stop. Yeah, you got to stop. It's not funny. (laughs) It's weird. But this is the shit I'm talking about with with uh, the pandemic pulling away, uh, pulling that out of our lives. That uh, that really makes a massive impact. Which is why when Carrie Price makes mention of his problems, it, it kind of brings to light the fact that no matter who you are, it can affect you. Yeah. And, and, and like those guys too, like, I mean, at the end of the day, like we're, we're, we're affected. Right. But at the end of the day, you get to go home and see your family. Right. Yeah. Yeah. These guys weren't able to do that. That's right. So they they have to go on road trips for months at a time. And they, you know, a lot of them, like they have a little, little child at home that, you know, can't see fucking daddy for, for four months because, you know his work takes him away and all that stuff right like it's oh i get it i completely understand that's that's, that's different man. yeah and well yeah well you know you get sent away for work i'm, I'm sure all the time right yeah. like that's that's the same same idea behind it like i mean you got kids yep 
And I mean, you were probably deployed when they were fucking young. Like that's, it's, that's hard, man. It, it did suck. Yeah. You'd be gone for six to nine months out of the year, right after they're born. Oh, wow. that, yeah. It's, it's not easy. No. Fuck that. So the players having to do that, uh, that bubble, I understood what the bubble meant and the impact that it would have when you're just, it's just that one small little entourage. And yeah, it, it does make an, it does have an effect. Unless you're Thatcher Demko. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but Thanks I'm going to ask, one, yeah, I'll ask one more question about the Flyers, but yeah. it does tie into the Habs. Yeah. And this is about rushing prospects. Now, before Hextall was fired, he didn't want to bring up Carter Hart. And then once right. he did, they brought him up. Did you feel that they were rushing Hart to the NHL? Yeah. It was, it was so. So I feel I feel very split on how I'm going to respond to this because most goalies don't develop that early, right? Most goalies they're 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 hitting their stride for the NHL ready around what 25, 25 to 27, yeah, 25 to 27, fair. Carter Hart was what 19, 20. He was 21. Yeah, thereabouts. I think he was. I think he was probably twenty when they brought him in, but like, that's that's too soon. They're putting they're putting the team on his back way too soon. He's handling it very well, but like it was it was definitely too soon. Now, with that said, they went through seven goalies that year. What what choice do you have, right? There's a certain point where it's like, okay, we got to give the kid a shot. Hopefully, it fucking works out. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest with you right now. It seems like it's been working out. Like he's playing now, except for last year, last year was an absolute nightmare, but I mean, he's playing good this year and you can tell that's he's, he's what's keeping the guys in the game. Most of the time he's, he's arguably their best player, arguably their best player. And not only that Martin Jones is playing. Okay. Too. For, it's Martin Jones that they picked up, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think he's the, the backup that they picked up. Anyways, every time I watch, it's Carter Hart and that. But yeah, it, it it was too soon. But they didn't have much choice. Like, what do what do you do? You they rolled through seven goalies, right? They they had they had to take a chance. So and he's staying there for for a while. And I mean, I I love Carter Hart. He's a little fucking weird, like all goalies are. Hashtag wads. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it was it was definitely too soon. I, I I think that realistically they should have been calling them up probably this year after dominating the AHL for a little bit. I think he should have been in Lehigh Valley just fucking they they with him in net. So fun. Uh he's the only goalie ever to win the CHL goalie of the year twice. Only goalie ever. So dominant fucking junior career. I think that if he stayed in the AHL at a little bit of a lower caliber, he probably Lehigh Valley got some top talent down there. They could possibly contend for a uh, Calder Cup if they have well, what would probably be the best goalie in the fucking league, right? Probably. So, but I, I think they, I think they called him up too soon. But I also think they didn't really have a choice, right? What do you do? Do you think? Do you think that's going to have an impact on his, uh, on him reaching his potential? Um. No, I just think that with things like last year, which were like the best, look, 
sorry, the worst, like the worst possible year you can have. That probably wouldn't have happened if he had developed in a different year or in a different league properly. I think that he's going to, I think he's still going to develop, but this is, these are the bumps that he should have got in the AHL, right? These are the times that he probably should have went through there and learned it all. And then when he came into the league, probably in the next couple of years, well, that's probably all out of his system. I think he's still going to develop properly, but I think you're going to see a lot more um, mistakes because he's doing all of his development in the fucking NHL. So I think he'll do it. I just think it's, you're, you're going to see like, oh, well, that is very, you know, young goalie-ish of him to do. Well, yeah, because he's a fucking young goalie, right? Like, yeah. I feel like we'll probably see that with, uh, what's that kid's name? Spencer Knight. I think if we're going to see anything like that, we're probably going to see that with him. Like, he's how old? He's probably, he's 20, I yeah. think. Like, he was a first rounder, what, last year, the year before? We're probably going to see some of the same stuff with him, right? Because, I mean, he's only, he's only a kid playing in the net. Like, the whole, the whole team's on his back half the time. I mean, he's yeah. only a backup right now, but, I mean, a backup's still going to play 20 games, right? So. Yeah. <clears throat> At least he doesn't have the pressure that, uh, that Hart had, having to try and carry a, a franchise for the entire season. Yeah, exactly. And and the least like Spencer Knight got uh what's this what's that guy's name? I heard he's good. Uh Bob Rowski. I heard he's yeah. all right. Makes yeah. like ten million a year, finally actually earning it instead of like he did last year. But yeah. So like at least he doesn't have all that pressure. You can just be a backup, right? Hard to hurt. Yeah. Gotta be the gotta be the number one, right? But I think he's got two shutouts this year. Happy yeah. with the way it's going. But what do you guys have going on over there in Nets? Didn't Jake Allen get hurt? Yeah. Yeah, so it's uh, Samuel Montembeau who got picked up on waivers from uh, from Florida, and uh, Caden Primo right now is the other goalie. They called him up from uh, the AHL. So, yeah, how do they? Well, Primo's looked pretty good in the two games that he's played. Uh, he's been he's been kind of left out to dry in the last one. Montembeau, I mean, he's he's got a about an 890 save percentage. He's he's pretty much what you'd expect for a, tra- a journeyman tweener between the AHL and NHL. So yeah, I think they have a chance with that. They could have went after it had they known. I mean, who's going to know that somebody's going to get hurt? But there was a couple of goalies that were on the market this summer that looked real good. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Nadelkovic? Yeah. Not that Montreal is going to be doing any deals with Carolina, but. Uh, you know, weirder things can happen, but uh, yeah, he was he was available. There's a couple of other guys that were available that like it was it was kind of shocking that they moved around him specifically because didn't he was he was like in the conversation for the Calder, wasn't he? He was a finalist for the Calder. Yeah, yeah, and he's gone. That makes no sense. They let him you know, walk. They they basically yeah. traded him away because uh, he wanted three and a half million. They didn't want to pay him more than like one and a half or some nonsense like that. Oh yeah, and Carolina—they're notorious for having a number and sticking to it. Yeah, yeah. They're—they're they're the guys that like, okay, we think you're worth X, and we're not going to pay a cent over it. And if the guys walk, it's like, okay, well, walk then. We're Carolina. We don't care. Which yeah. did who did they? They did that with uh, Dougie Hamilton too, didn't they? Yes, they did. I—I I don't know about you, but I think Dougie Hamilton's. Uh, real fucking good at hockey and you probably he seems okay 
seems okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, eh. yeah. if you're into big puck moving defensemen who can put up points, I mean, but who is? Yeah. I don't know. He's, he's, I mean, did he fucking, did he kill a five on three in military hockey? No, no. Like that was me. That was right. Yeah. I was watching from the other team's blue line waiting. <laughs> Wait, waiting for me to beat one. <laughs> yeah. Pass the puck. <laughs> I'm not building. So, all right. Um, I think, uh, I think we covered pretty much everything we were going to cover. Why don't you uh, remind my listeners where they can find you? So you can, you can uh, find me on YouTube, youtube.com uh, slash C for channel slash Norm Gallant. It is called the Flavor Lab. It is very hockey-oriented cooking. Uh, and you can get me on Instagram at the East Coast Beast, which is almost exclusively uh, food porn and um, hockey stuff. A uh, lot, lot of beer-related content, too. So uh, if you're listening to this, get some uh, puck off from Boxing Rock. I am a uh, brand ambassador for them and have been sharing that, getting the word around and getting people free beers for a few months. And that's been going really good. So give that a shot. Let me know what you think. Let's get after it, boys. That's right. And uh, for me, my final thoughts um, before I sign off. I want to remind people, if you're looking for hockey equipment or custom-made sticks, go to No Name Hockey. You can use the code HABS10. Save 10% off of all your custom-made equipment and sticks. Uh, I must say that uh, they work well. I mean, even I score goals with them, which is something else. Hashtag Blaine Train. (laughs) But I want to thank you for coming on, Norm. I really appreciate you jumping on here and helping me out. I really, uh, I, I'm, I'm encouraging everyone to go and check out your, your YouTube channel, the, uh, the Newfie steak burger. I gave that a try and I must say it was friggin' awesome. Yeah, I was, I was very happy with that. If I have, if I have any regrets, I probably wouldn't have rolled the edges in the seasoning. I found that first bite was really a little, little fucking intense. just, a little, yeah, it was a little intense. Once you got down to the middle, it dialed back a little. And I was like, that was perfect. But other than that, it was I mean, deep fried craft dinner by holy shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> with with a big, thick, about three inch cut of uh, bologna. Oh yeah, yeah, unbelievable. So yeah, right, everybody, but... give this, give it a shot. Go check it out. There's some amazing products in there that uh, that Norm has uh, is affiliated with that you will love if you can get a hold of them. Get them shipped out to your house anywhere in North America. Do it. Just do it. It's good. So, um, brother, again, thank you so much for having me on. Man. I can't tell you enough. This was a blast. I love just getting on and just shooting the shit, especially about yeah. hockey. I mean, even if it is the Habs. <laughs> well, you know, I try to, I, I try. Yeah, no, it's, it's fun, man. It was, it was a good time. So, yeah, thank you very much for coming on. And for my listeners, thank you guys for listening. And remember, if you were talking about it, so are we. Habs Unfiltered has special sponsors uh go to seatgiant.ca to save 35 percent on all your fees when purchasing tickets to nhl cfl major league baseball concerts whatever event seat giant sells use the code unfiltered 20 save 35 percent on your fees go to builtbar.ca and save 10 percent using the code unfiltered 20 on your purchases online Go to East Coast Lifestyle 
and use the code UNFILTERED20 to save 20% off your purchase of any clothing at East Coast Lifestyle. Also, Lift Life. Go to liftlife.ca and use the code HABS10 to save 10%. And for a special promo until Christmas, Habs Unfiltered will be selling t-shirts in conjunction with 514 shirts. If you purchase one of our shirts, the entire profit for the sale goes to Vets Canada. Vets Canada does work to end veterans homelessness across Canada. So let's help a great cause and wear a great shirt. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.